All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Untitled and Unbothered. This is episode five. My name is Cisco, and I'm going to be your moderator for today. So as Cedric said last time, buckle up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So today we got Alejandro, we got Eduardo, Caesar, Cedric, Johnny, and a special guest for today's podcast, we got our cousin, one and only Carlos. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thanks, good to be here. So today we're going to have a little fun little podcast. We're going to have a little sports debate. So what we're going to do is I'm going to start off with a little question. And from there, we're just going to let the conversation go. So first off, my first question is, is everybody watching The the Last Dance? Heck yeah. Everybody's watching it? I haven't finished it yet, but I'm going to. So my question: What do you, what do you guys think about this? Do you do you believe that Isaiah Thomas should should have been a part of the Dream Team? Oh man, I think that Isaiah Thomas, obviously for us who, who follow basketball, he should be probably top, I mean, in my opinion, top three point guard of all time. I don't know where you want to put Curry, but I know Curry is top three debate. So it's Curry, Magic, and Isaiah. And so during uh, that uh, era, nah, he's not top three in my opinion. Just because AI, he winning has to count for something too, and so he couldn't lead his team. I mean, obviously he was, he was playing Kobe and Shaq, so that's, that's tough. But Isaiah, during that decade, like in the beginning of the '90s, he was still in his prime. I would say it's just because of his relationship with, as he's portrayed in that show, he was kind of like hated by the NBA just because he was known as the bad boy piston point guard. And so um, there's no way, first of all, Christian Leitner should have been on that team. I mean, come on, Are you kidding me? Some college dude who was like a nobody at the time but um, I mean I guess he was a star at Duke but John Stockton was not at the level of Isaiah at that time in my opinion so I think it was more of a decision made out of spite but um, you know Isaiah is always going to be one of the top point guards ever so I think it doesn't really matter but during that time it, he probably was upset about it so watching that last dance episode uh, docuseries and seeing how the Pistons uh, hated the, the Bulls pretty much I could see why people didn't want to play with Isaiah, so I guess it makes sense. So do you think that the main reason why he didn't make it was because of that whole controversy? Yeah, probably. So you you think, would you say that's kind of, what would you say, like petty? Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly because I I don't know everything that happened, but based on that documentary series, uh, it sounds like the teammates that were on the Dream Team didn't want to play with Isaiah Thomas. I guess the majority rules, right? Yeah, but I think if if MJ respected him as a point guard, he should have been on it. MJ said he still thinks he's an asshole. Like, I don't think he cares about Isaiah Thomas. but as a point guard, I think he respected his game. Yeah, I mean, he did. He respected Isaiah's game. But like Ed was saying, no one liked Isaiah because of his reputation and what he was a part of. And um, to go against what Ed was saying, I don't think Curry's a top three point guard yet. But, what? I, do, but I do think Isaiah Thomas should have been part of the Dream Team. It just didn't happen because of obvious reasons. Jordan didn't like him. Bad boy. Wait. Johnny, sorry to interrupt you. Who should be top three then, if not Curry? I mean, I would put Magic Johnson up there. I put Magic, Isaiah, and Curry. Those are my top three. AI? No. Is I don't know. He's he's <laughs> close to Curry in my opinion. No, no I also no, agree no. with that too. I don't put uh, Curry in the top three yet. 
Yeah, I mean, there's also, like, there's, a, there's a bunch of point guards, you know, like because I, I feel like I feel like yeah, Curry has done a lot and he has proven himself. But I Curry's the only unanimous MVP in the NBA history. Honestly, if you're talking about like skill wise, my my top three would be obviously Magic. I would put even Chris Paul up there before Curry. Oh my god! Stop it! Oh my god! Stop it! Caesar, look at the numbers as a point guard as a point guard oh, he said chris, chris paul, paul. Oh curry is a, a great offensive weapon and he can shoot three but he changed the about, game he changed it the doesn't game. matter though but point he guard, made the center position obsolete it, it doesn't matter a point guard we're talking about a point guard someone who can play defense who can score who can steal the ball curry can I mean, like that. when you come in a clutch situation you want to have the ball in their hands to create who's that I chris mean, paul embodies all that I'll give you I'll give you two names. I'll give you two names. Jason Kidd, Steve Nash. Where do you put them? They're not above Curry. What Definitely about John Stockton? Curry? No. Oh my you God. Are, you are crazy. Are you serious? No. no, what, do you, no, no. What, do you, what do you think about all this, Carlos? What do you think? Okay, so I've been listening to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got, so we got Magic. Everybody, I think that's unanimous. You guys forget, granted, maybe just because I'm a little older or something, but you, you got you got John Stockton, which is, you know, great and all that. Mm-hmm. Isaiah's up there, but you got to think about who transcends the game, and that's Steph. Because when you talk about most information exactly. all time, he may not be like like a like as good defender or whatever as you know obviously Isaiah but we're talking about transcendent change the game change the way the kids play the game and how everything's coached nah it's it's Steph definitely um, Steph and then yeah, if you're I talking agree. about over Isaiah you gotta go even farther back you're talking like Oscar Robinson like people that yeah. were like back in the day where he yeah, like, that's what talking Mr. Triple Double of themselves so what about Damian Lillard I don't know the game Curry's a Curry's the best three-point shooter ever. I'm not disregarding that. I'm not saying no. Point guard? I don't know. He's there's a point other guard. People, what you, no, there, what there's other about? people who are point guards that I believe are better than him. Like, for well, a top three Steve spot, Nash? He mentioned, yeah. You have hell Chris Paul, are you kidding me? Chris Paul, really? I put Chris Paul over, uh, what is it, over, over, what is it, Curry? If we're trying to build a team, I put no, Chris Paul over Curry. No, no, no. Oh, my Chris God. Chris Paul in his prime? Has he won? What? He was talking about true, like old school, like point guard, like oh, I'm just gonna pass, I'm just gonna this, and maybe, maybe. But if you're talking about Uh, the whole package, and you're gonna no, I don't think Curry has as a shooter. Curry, that's the thing though. Curry's greatness as a shooter, as a playmaker, just in general, transcends those other attributes yep. in my opinion yep. like yeah he's he not the greatest the as far as defender or whatever but you take those things and like it just pushes him over everybody else and yeah, uh, the one person we're forgetting about is gary payton yeah yeah, yeah the glove yeah. but he, he's not in the top three he's like top no. five but if you're naming all these other folks yeah yeah <laughs> but, but hey okay, guys Derek, Chris, Derek fisher no i'm kidding <laughs> oh my <laughs> god <laughs> this oh guy i can't believe I, I can't believe Caesar's trying to push for Chris Paul. Unbelievable. Dude, I said, Chris what do you, what do you think? Knows, but he's not there. Chris Paul. My favorite point guard, though, in, in like the whole entire, was uh, Derrick Rose in his prime. That was my favorite Wait, point guard. How about Cedric? What do you think, Ced? Yeah, dude, there's just... Like, <laughs> Caesar, like, 
you're just been shutting up preferences. Like, dude, even just you mentioning Derrick Rose, like, dude, I'm a Bulls fan and I love Derrick Rose. Like, <laughs> but I have to agree with Car- like, dude, like you have to agree with Carlos. Like, right when you said Chris Paul, I'm just like, dude, you're just shouting out your preference. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's like in fighting, you could have only one good uh, punch, one good maneuver, but if that one punch wins you the fucking match, it doesn't matter if you're unskilled in the other things. You win. And Stephen Curry wins. Like, if you want to talk, what, and if you want to talk about top three, top three and what? Top three in stats, top three in winning, top three in, in, in like, in like how you change the game and how you influence it. Like, you're just saying top three in general, dude. You gotta, you gotta focus it. If you want to talk about overall three point shooter, as in like who's doing stuff and getting things done, it's gonna be Stephen Curry, bro. He's got championships. He's unanimous MVP, like Ed said. Like, people don't even want to fucking drive the ball as much in anymore. They want to shoot threes. That's Stephen Curry. They, they even did the whole box, box one. Is that what it was? The box one? defense yeah the box and one the box and one defense on him in the finals yeah i'm biased bro i'm telling you like i agree with carlos and, and ed bro and, and ed dude now since, since we're talking about like greatest point guards who would you say is the greatest overall player mj <sighs> lebron kobe like who are you taking kareem wilt i'm dude i'm fucking i'm biased as hell i'm gonna say michael jordan because all i'm saying is this dude after what like i've seen the documentaries from the 90s before yeah, I've seen I've seen perspectives, bro, from Malone to Drek to Clyde to like from for even fucking um, what you call it? Uh, fuck, I know his name and I keep forgetting the guy, the skinny guy in the Pacers. His house oh, burned down. Miller. Yeah, Reggie Miller. Miller. I, I know who he is. I know everything about that guy and I forget his name. But all of them have the same complaints about playing in the league. They were all scared of Michael Jordan. They and and this is something that they all said. They were scared. I don't see nobody scared of LeBron. <laughs> and it's not only Nobody's that, like. The argument that I hate is that people said Michael Jordan didn't have competition, you know, you know, he had L, blah, blah, blah. It's like, come on, man. If you're talking about Michael Jordan having help, I mean, LeBron had help, too. You know, Kobe got help when he got Pau Gasol. Like, when you talk about, if you're going to ask me who's the closest to Michael Jordan in terms of playing like MJ, I'm going to say Kobe. And that's it. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And LeBron's not even close to that, you know. The, early on in LeBron's career, he was he was being criticized because of his lack of hustle. Like he wouldn't hustle when his team would be losing by a lot. Like he would just completely stop. Um, I give him props though. Like he's definitely developed his game. He's a much better shooter. Um, he hustles now. Like you can even see the difference between this year and then last year with the Lakers. This year, mm. you know, he knows he he has a chance. And he's hustling every single game. Last year, from the start, I mean, you didn't really see that same hustle, you know? Um, yeah, because he knew that, he wasn't going to get far. So he was like, what's the point of even playing 100%? But even I'm, then, I'm you know, you're a professional, so... Exactly, yeah. Your fire and your attitude shouldn't... There shouldn't be a deficit in your in, in how you are just because, like, things are not set up the way you want it. And, and, I, and I get that, too, bro. Like, I'm going to say Michael Jordan, too. I'm going to say Michael Jordan, too, but... My reason too is is has nothing to do with competition. I mean, the you know game was way different back then compared to how it is now. So everything is fair. But I think the big thing is that he won all the championships he was in. He was you know, six yeah. Six. Um, you know, I mean, you, it's hard to do that. That's it's hard to go to six championships and win all six. Um, so especially in one decade, especially in a decade span. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, and then Kobe. You know, for me, Kobe is second just because of his build. Like you know, like Johnny was saying, like it's it's easy it's easier for kind of LeBron to take it in and, and get so many, you know, other stats and stuff like that. I mean, what I liked about Kobe was, you know, he just 
looked, he looked more hungry. He looked like he wants to win more. Um, you know, he, he actually has that intimidation factor that, uh, that Michael Jordan had. You know, I feel like people were scared to play with Kobe <laughs> as much as they were scared to play against him. So, um, so I would put Kobe second, but, um, but going back to the question, yeah, that, that's you know, crazy. Michael we Jordan, got, huh? Kobe, Michael Kobe, Jordan for me would be the best. Fan LeBron, uh, Jordan. No, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not even that. You gotta be unbiased about these things. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. I, I love, game. I love Kobe. I love Kobe. I love his game. You know, growing up, my conversation was, it wasn't even like Michael or Kobe. It was Kobe or LeBron. And I would always tell my friends, like, dude, Kobe, like, and, and it's not even so much like they would always throw me the stats. They would always throw me everything else. And I'm like, dude, like for me, I, I'll put money on Kobe anytime. You know, just with dedication, his mentality, everything. You, you got to you gotta yeah. think of everything, not just not just the stats. I mean, the stats, of course, play a big role in it. But how much did he impact the game? How much, you know, like, you know, I, I give props to Kobe. I mean, he, he went through a lot of ups and downs in his, in his career, you know, and he kind of still, I mean, a lot of people hated him. A lot of people hated Kobe, but that didn't stop them from, you know, winning back to back to back with Shaq and then, you know, grabbing our Spaniard, Pau Gasol, and getting a couple hey, of them, pal. you know? <laughs> so, I, you know, LeBron, I mean, LeBron, how many has he? He has the same as Curry, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm so, I was so sad that Kobe didn't get his sixth ring. Like, I was I was pushing for him, but, but yeah, anyways, going, my last thought is Michael, then Kobe, then LeBron. The six for six, you can't beat that. What's crazy that's is the, Kobe. Kobe could have been. Kobe could have been seven for seven if you think about it. Like when they they lost to Detroit, they should have won that year. And then that year versus the Celtics, they were just a little too like new. But like they could have been seven for seven. Like he would have been the goat if he won all seven. But um, coming back to that debate, like obviously MJ, like Kobe's my guy. But like MJ, just the thing that puts MJ over Kobe is that MJ was the first of his type. He's the first person who made everything like global. He was just seen like as another level, as you know, the first time he had his own shoe, commercials, movies. Like so, obviously MJ is always going to be remembered as the the goat because like he's the first one. And on top of it, he won six out of six championships. So you, know, you can't really de- you can't. You can't really debate that. Like he, right, has dope, he has better shoes. Exactly. Like his, shoe, his <laughs> shoes have his shoes are like a culture thing now. It's not just shoes. It's, it's, it's and he has a better lineup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Carlos, but, Carlos, real quick. Oh, should I go ahead and wait? No, no, I was gonna say Kobe. Kobe, in in terms of like being close to Jordan, obviously they have the same demeanor, but like he also stuck with the same team. You know. So Kobe, for 20 years, stuck with the Lakers. And so that, for me, like, puts him above LeBron because LeBron had to, you know, change scenery, which I guess, you know, like, you could debate all, all you want. But, like, um, he had to join a super team to win his first chip. You know, for me, that's one of those things that, like, puts him, you know, Kobe had to grow with Shaq and develop as a teammate. And those three that they won together, they had dissension, but they still won. LeBron and Cleveland, I guess he couldn't get it done, so he had to change scenery and... Even in Miami, they only won two out of four. It's not like they won all four, you know? And so it's like, with that kind of team they have, they should have won more than two, in my opinion. And so, um, I don't know. LeBron is just a different type of player. Like, he, he reminds me of Magic. Like, he's more of Magic Johnson. Um, yeah. He wants to p- facilitate. And so, MJ number one for me and Kobe two, for sure. Okay. And speaking no, of, but, yeah, so, there's Carlos. Car- Carlos um, had mentioned last time that he said that Kobe was MJ part two, but not as good as MJ. And he said Kobe was maybe top ten, possibly top five. What do you guys think about that? What do you what do you what do you want to say about that, Carlos? Oh no no, I completely stick to that MJ over everybody. And then uh, um, I would put uh, pr- probably different. I would put LeBron over Kobe as far as like all time great. Um, oh, when it's all when it's all said and done. <laughs> um, He's like, oh god. Uh, 
just because just this is, this is my thinking behind it once it's all said and done obviously lebron will keep playing for a couple of years and that has something that, you know that says something but we're talking about like if i'm building my my perfect team i would put obviously mj's at the two lebron would be at the three i'm not gonna put kobe and a kobe and mj instead of kobe and lebron that's how i kind yeah. of broke it down because like can't. if I'm building, because I don't want two players that essentially are going to be doing the same thing. Okay, so what, what, who would you put at the four? At the four? Yes. Yeah. As, as a power forward? Yeah. Ooh, obviously Tim Duncan's in that conversation if you wanted to. So is four. so is Timmy? So is Timmy above Kobe? As far as like all time? Yeah, probably not. So that logic doesn't make sense. It doesn't no, matter. No, but I'm I'm, bu- I'm talking about no, but I'm building my perfect team one two three four five. Like, okay, what so is your perfect position? position? Yeah, yeah. Your what, perfect what, what's your perfect team? I want to hear this blasphemy you're speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would it would be it would be a Magic. It would be an MJ. It would be a LeBron. It would be um, Kevin if Durant. I'm thinking a, if I'm thinking a true four. So that's that's another thing. Are you thinking true four? I think Kevin Durant more as a three. And if I'm picking yeah. Durant over LeBron, I'm picking LeBron. I'm picking um, Durant. <laughs> <laughs> So, what, what like, so, as a, okay, so as that, those are Shaq three, would be my five. Shaq would be my okay. five. Because okay. the yeah, most yeah. dominant so you, big man ever. So yeah. who's your four? Who's your four? Timmy. It would be it would be Timmy. Timmy. Like okay. as a true four. But if I'm going like a today's lineup kind of thing, then then yeah, Kobe would probably be in that lineup. But all I gotta say is good luck on the free throw with LeBron, man. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll even make them in the regular season. But Carlos, but we're talking about like greatest player over like like we're not talking about, you know, who's the better who be a better fit on a team? Like uh, I get it, you know, MJ and and uh, uh, Kobe won't fit on a team because they'll be wanting the ball the whole time. But I'm saying, like overall, like as a player, like you know, I think that's a good question. Like, oh, who could be a good top five team? But if you just specify, make them individual, uh, not on the same team, I'd pick Kobe over LeBron. I mean. I think when you're you just know. talking about separating like a mentality kind of thing, where I'm looking for somebody to win one game, yeah, maybe I'd I still pick Kobe. Kobe. I'd maybe yeah. pick Kobe just because of that, like you guys said, uh, killer instinct. But when we're just talking about like overall skill for the game and like literally every little thing, and you're talking, then you have to throw in LeBron's crazy athleticism and like Kobe was pretty great. athletic too, though. No, I know, but if you were to pick, I think one on one, who's more athletic? I think it would be LeBron. No. Because he's bigger, maybe. He's bigger, faster, stronger. That's that's the athleticism. I'm and, not saying and, like. And he can guard so. every position. I, I mean, position. that's true. He's so amazing is because like he's 200 something pounds. What exactly? Six eight, yeah. six nine. Like we've never seen that. And the way that he runs on the court, you know, the way he plays defense and all that. We've never seen that. But yeah, I, yeah but that, then, but he that, let JJ Barrera take over him. We, exactly. <laughs> so with with that said, I'm still picking Kobe, my number two. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos, like, nope. <laughs> I'm saying Kobe too over LeBron. I mean, LeBron is is a great player. You know, he's one of a kind. He's definitely unique. He's a great dad. But he's not a proven winner like Kobe and Jordan. He's not. To be honest, as even as a Lakers fan, I wasn't happy for LeBron to come to LA. And I'm being hey, honest, what? like up front. Like I did not give LeBron. One thing I give, I do give LeBron though is how many years? Like, was it eight eight years back to back finals appearances? I mean that's pretty. That's, yeah, but he played in a weak ass division of the East. He did. He did. The but East not sucks. But, but no other. Um, <laughs> I mean, no the Raptors. Goddamn, are making it far. The yeah, East sucks. Yeah, but, yeah no, I get it. And you put us there, we make the eighth seed. Who do you, who do you got that eighth? You got the weak ass Bob. No, Bobcats don't even exist. Orlando Magic at like 25 and what 50 losses? Get out of here, man! Get out. The people that support LeBron also say that he beat that uh, that's you know the Warriors super team. 
that one year that we were up 3-1. Oh finals. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, that, that made him the GOAT. That made him nah. better. Oh, oh, my like, God. Nah. Nah. I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah we should have won that, dude. They should have. So since we're talking about GOATs. Oh, <laughs> one, last switch, 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 switch. one last thing real quick. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. Just go kind ahead. of in, just in favor of MJ. We never were talking about true GOATs until MJ. That's so, true. Because it was never a conversation until he came around. And after he was, and I was only after him we've ever been talking about it because they weren't talking it was always just like oh they're all great players it wasn't until mj we actually started talking about who was the greatest of all time i have a question for you guys since all of us we've seen the documentary what do you guys think about mj and his attitude like the way he treated his teammates the way that he went about the game like for me personally i can see where he was coming from because nothing was ever given to him like he had to work for what for where he wanted to be you know, uh, the way that he started off in his childhood, you know, him being cut in basketball during high school and then coming into the league, like he didn't have an easy introduction to the league because, you know, there was better teams out there that were taking him, taking the Chicago Bulls out of the playoffs and things like that. So what do you guys think? Honestly, I think I, MJ was kind of petty in, in some way. Like oh, looking I at it, petty. yeah, like, <laughs> you know, like I get it. You're, you know, you're a competitor and all that, but I feel like there's a line that you cross, you know? And I think he crossed it multiple times. I think like, yeah, you should have that competitive drive with you and everything. But you know, there, there, there has to be a line that has to be drawn. And I don't think MJ ever drew that line. I think he went above and beyond and he was petty with everything that he did. So I think like, I don't know, I think he, MJ is petty is basically what I'm saying. MJ was Captain Petty. But, that, <laughs> but that's, that's what separated him in a sense. He created any... All right, keep it locked on Untitled and Unbothered. We'll be right back. Let's keep it moving. Little thing he could to get him to keep himself going because that's uh, you separate him like from other people and their mentalities. I was like, yeah, he wasn't in it to be a nice person, he didn't give a damn. So, I don't know, I love that crap. I like to me, punch every teammate if it's gonna get you a championship. I don't care. That's how I feel too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the game was much more violent. Go ahead, you think that's okay? Do you, you think that's okay that he did that? Like, you think that's that's acceptable? Are you talking about the Steve Kerr? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about like like what like what he did like as far as how he treated his teammates. Do you think that's okay? I mean, if you're his teammates, they're probably gonna say no. Back then, back then, I mean, it was a whole different game. There's much you had to be much tougher. I feel. Uh, and like Carlo was saying, it's you know it's separated. And there's a lot of athletes that we don't know what they do behind closed doors. You know. I just think that, you know, a lot of people were saying the same thing about Kobe, you know, that he, a lot of people didn't like to play with him, blah, 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 but like we still accepted him, right? You know, we, we have to look at it in the bigger scale. Like at the end of the day, they won. Like if he acted this way and they lost, it'd be a whole different story. But when you win, yep. people tend to avoid, uh, ignore all the, you know, the bad stuff and just be like, wow, look, look at him, you know, he got it done. Um, so that story I would you guys say, were saying I that he didn't let his teammate, I, I, I'm not watching the whole thing until the end. So that's why like, I, I'm going to like not say as much, but like, like he, uh, there was a story you guys were saying that he didn't let like his teammate eat or something like that. I was like, oh, yeah, Horace like, Grant. Crazy. <laughs> he told the flight attendant, like, don't feed him. <laughs> he played like garbage. That's pretty savage. That's I like, mean, I love that energy, dude. I, agree know, with, me, I like the fact that he did that, dude. He's, he's good for yeah. that. I mean, yeah, I guess, at the end of the day, I guess, he's playing I, the NBA, not Little League. Yeah, but like, him. okay, like, it doesn't matter. Like, okay, yeah, we're not Little League, but just because that's the tactics he used to win six chips doesn't mean it's correct. Like, 
let's be let's be real like you're gonna let someone punch you in the face like no you're not gonna let that happen at the it's end just of the that, day it's being no honest, you're just not looking... like if if you respect people like you're not gonna punch them in the face but if that's the tactics he had to use fine that's what he did to win six and we know he's the goat and he's the best player ever. But like, in my opinion, that's disrespect. If you're punching someone in the face, because well, no shit, whatever. It's disrespect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is like, what I'm saying is like, you can't tell someone, oh, you can't eat because uh, he had a bad game. Are you kidding me? No, I, I mean, he told them. I'm a grown. He didn't tell him. To that's fine. Eat. And if I was Horace Grant, I'd be like, give me that food right now. I'm like, no. Like, how are you gonna tell me if I give you or not? Like, you don't pay my bills. Fine. Hey man. Hey man. I'm gonna tell you this: if they really had a problem with it, but I guess they had one. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they had a big, yeah. big, such a big problem with it, why they no, go? No, no, I'm saying, like, no, I'm not saying like, but I'm saying like, all of us, like, I don't know about you guys, but me, I would not be okay with someone punching me in the face or telling me I can't eat. Like, I would be okay with that. Uh, Same man, if I, I punch you in the back and get over it, because yeah. you know, well, yeah, exactly. exactly. But, but what I'm saying is like, just because you play a bad game doesn't mean you're not tough enough. Like, especially in those like those guys, like Horace Grant, he probably had a tough childhood. Like, he was tough and tough from his background already. Like, or the violence. Like, that's all I'm thinking right now. No, no. Like, even Horace Grant to this day would probably say the same thing. Like, he's probably salty as hell of what what happened during that time. Well, yeah, dude. Of course. But I, we're, we're, the thing is, we're not talking about the psychology and taking that issue. At the end of the day, it's this. Yeah, punching him in the. So anybody in the face ain't cool. That's not okay. That's not cool. Yeah, no, that, that's like, that's not, we're not yeah. here saying that, yeah, it's okay, you know, you should have punched him. No, no one is saying that. But I think we're in the same thing. Yeah, same thing happened with Kobe and Shaq. They got into a fight. They got into it. You get over yeah. it. Don't be, yeah. like, if well, you're not I mean, interested, if I mean, you're going to be soft and be soft, like, it's a mentality no, no, thing. They have to break it every week. It's not about being soft. It's not about being soft. But not about being a nice person. Who gives a crap about being a nice person if you're trying to win? That's the whole, that's the difference. If you're just trying to be a friend, and being no. competitive, yeah, sure. But they're doing good to today, right? The best and drive people to be the best. I don't, I, I don't do believe. I don't takes. believe that you need to get physical with your teammates like that to have to be competitive or be tough. The same thing like, with Kobe, Kobe, and Shaq. They did the same crap. You tell me they're all yeah, they, they, but, they, they but that's to, different. They want to win. That's different. Why is it different? Is it their physicality and competitiveness? They're still showing disrespect. Kobe, Kobe was an ass to his teammates too. I mean, yeah, there's probably a lot of stories we don't know. Where do you think you learned that from? Oh, I, yeah, think, I think sorry from from MJ. Well, I think the the Shaq the Shaq and Kobe thing is different because you know they were going at it during practice and everything, and then it's like they got into each other's faces, and then one thing led to the other. But I feel like I mean I agree with Ed like the punching part is too far, you know. Um, but like even if it was back in the day, if that's how it was back in the day. Even today, like, I feel like some athletes, they just need someone to get in their face and be like, yo, like, shit's not going to be given to you. Like, if you want to win, if you want to make it to the next level, you got to be competitive. You got to be hungry, you know, because a lot of athletes, they lack that, you know, they have the talent, but they don't take advantage of it. They don't work on it. And that was the difference with Kobe and MJ. They wanted to consistently work on their, uh, their game every day. And there's a lot of teammates of theirs that didn't want to do the same. So that's when they had a problem. I mean, I would have the same issue too. Like if I want to win and say like, you know, say like Ed doesn't want to win. Like he just wants to play. I'd be like, yo, Ed, like we got to work out, you know, and practice. Punch you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say one last thing. I'm going to say one last thing about this. Like, I don't mean like Jordan was not correct. And like, I understand like 
he's in a different level than everyone else. I feel like because Jordan during his time was at such a higher level than everyone else, no one ever thought of challenging him, like except for Steve Kerr or like Charles Charles Oakley. But when Kobe did it, like he wasn't necessarily at the same level on top of the league as, as Jordan. So like, you know, he wasn't allowed to do the same thing that Jordan would do and get away with, is my point. That's I mean, Kobe was saying. pretty high up there. Not, not like Kobe. Jordan, though. Not like Jordan. Jordan not no one's like Jordan, team. but I mean, exactly. So like, it was different eras. It was just a different time. Oh, yeah. So, hey, um, you know what? You know what I'm confused about though is, you know how we're talking about how like everyone's mentality and how they even like some people were jerks and whatever. Why is it that like it's okay for for athletes to act like that back then, but like when they do it now, they're like they they get like a lot of criticism. Like for example, like an example is like Jimmy Butler, right? Like he kind of has a social media, time. social media, media yeah, in general. No, it's we more have too than much access. Media. We have too much it's access enough. to all these players. It's like I everything. That, oh, go ahead, Caesar. I was gonna say I think it's like a culture thing. I yep. think back in the day, you know, you weren't given participation trophies. Like, you were giving a trophy or a medal because you won something. Nowadays, you get participation trophies for sitting on the bench, you know, for showing up to one game out of 10. You get participation trophies for anything. And I think that 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 shows people that everything is easy. And I think like people like Jimmy Butler who want to work hard for things and have to put a different type of personality mentality to it when they get to that level and like start showing that to people, people get offended because it's it's not as easy as like, you know, getting that participation trophy where you barely have to do anything, any work for it. And I think that's what creates a sensitive not even sensitive mind, but this mindset where, like, if someone's challenging, that's not how things work. People don't need to challenge you, you know, in order to get something in return. And I agree with that. On that. Yeah. That on that real quick, and then I'll let Johnny, like, if you think about it right now with the whole document series where people these days are talking about that it's, you know, not not right what Jordan did, blah, blah, blah. So, like, if Jordan did what he did back then now, he'd be, you know, definitely punished for that stuff. But I think back then, maybe not a lot of people had such issues because everyone wanted to win, right? But, uh, but yeah, go ahead, Johnny. No, I mean, I was just going to say, like, the big difference now compared to back in the day is just, like Ed was saying, social media and also sensitivity like a lot of people nowadays they're sensitive to a lot of topics they don't want to talk about it they don't want to hear it because it just triggers them i think that's that's really the main difference yeah i agree completely because like uh obviously yeah social media but like i think i mentioned earlier is like we have so much access 24 7 to these players constantly around the clock i'm sure if we knew half the crap that these players did back in the day like if they wouldn't be, they wouldn't survive now just because of all like obviously they just, they just mentioned what that that cocaine in the in the hotel room with with whatever in that in that documentary and like and people were losing their crap over this but we live just like you said we live in such like a pc culture we can't they can't do anything yeah I, like I, you I, know I, like you know carl malone would not be playing in the league today after marrying his uh his girl bro remember you got that 13 year old girl pregnant yeah <laughs> That's crazy. Um, All I'm saying is that <laughs> he did man. that. He did that, and no one was just like, "All right, so uh, you coming back to the office on Monday, right, bro?" Like, yeah, I'll be there Monday. You know. Now it's like, oh, shit, I'm, dude, and that, that shit would have never flown today. Everyone was just cool with it. But yeah, that's like that's a good example right there. Of I'm not saying sensitive, but people definitely don't let things slide now at all. I got, I got a question real quick. So we're talking about championships. Do you think that we should measure greatness? 
by championships? No, no, no. It uh, it should. I think it's gonna be the difference maker if you're going head to head between two people or even three people, whatever. But it's not gonna be your sole thing because that then there's too many there's too many great players that didn't for win all time that didn't win championships because of let's say MJ or because of uh Kobe Shaq or all the times that LeBron's been to the finals kind of thing. Hell, even the Warriors recently. There's so many teams that haven't so many great players that haven't won championships. Like who, I'm not sure. I forgot who's mentioning like like all the or how how high you hold Chris Paul and everything like that. Or now that you're talking about the individual, even though I can't stand his ass, uh, James Harden or whatever, they're not, he's not going to win anything because he's he has to he's had to like go up against us or some of these other teams or talking like Karl Malone or hell, um, what's his face, Charles Barkley. Charles, Charles Barkley, Barkley was one of the dopest ass players. He's probably my number two uh, power forward, even though he's like six five or whatever he is. Like he didn't win. Like he had this one shot, and that was it because of MJ. If you're talking, it's a separator. I don't think it's the defining. I agree. Yeah, I mean, what makes Jordan when we say the best, we, we do kind of say you know his, his championships. But I think what I emphasized earlier is that he didn't lose one of them. So like I think you know because Bill Russell has so much more, but we don't see him as better as MJ. And you know, there's like you were saying, like James Harden. Chris Paul, there's a lot of people these days that, you know, have the potential, you know, if Curry and Thompson and Draymond didn't play on the same team, they could have probably won a couple chips themselves. Kevin Durant joined the Warriors to, to get it, <laughs> to, get, to get a ring. But yeah, no, I don't think championships define you as successful. So what do you, what do you guys think about that whole Astros championship? You think that they should have gotten their trophy taken away? Yep. Yeah, with that much record. Would, would that team still be considered great? No. No. Like, no. With that much evidence against them, like video and all that, but no. They don't deserve it. And if you're a dumbest fan, no, we shouldn't have been giving it to you. You still lost. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Because who what? says it would have even been the Astros in the finals? They probably would have lost to whoever else was there. They probably the would have lost to the Yankees. Yeah. yeah. When, you, when you get caught cheating, I mean, that's, that's you don't deserve, you know, I don't understand. I mean, I, I guess it's the same with steroids, right? If you get caught cheating, they take away, do they take away your stuff? I mean, did they take away uh, trophies from, uh, well, I guess, no. you know, I'm talking about people, they didn't. Barry Bonds, they, for example, they didn't take away his home run. Thing is, though, if I remember correct, like steroids and specifically HGH, which is supposedly what like Bonds was accused of. It was and not illegal. It, it was not illegal. It was not technically against the rules. Exactly. So there would be that's, nothing that's to take exactly. away. It's yeah, like, exactly. yeah, it's super frowned upon, which, yeah, it, you know, it was, but technically wasn't against the rules. These guys from like the Astros, yeah, everybody knows that everybody steals signs and everything like that, but it was in the specific way that they did it where they got caught, which makes it clear cut against the rules. Whereas the other yeah. stuff like the steroid era or whatever technically wasn't. I just think baseball is one of those sports where, I mean, there's always an inherent kind of cheating going on. Like everyone's trying to steal signs or everyone's trying to take advantage of something. It's a very, uh, like a mental game. Like you have to use your brain a lot. The thing about the Astros that really bugged me is that they use the camera in center field at their home games. And so like that to me is like, yeah, you go over the edge with that. But um, let's be real. How many other teams do you guys think are probably doing something similar? I would say not just the Astros. You know, it's just they got caught. So it's one of those things where, like, yeah, they got caught, so they look bad. But baseball is one of those sports where it's not always 100% clean. There's always something going on. So You think Altuve had something under his, his jersey? No, nah, I don't think so. Altuve has been a great player for a long time. I don't think a freaking micro or whatever the heck it was. I don't think it's going to make a difference. <laughs> But uh, yeah, having a camera, yeah, that, that that makes a difference. So 
I understand why everyone was so upset. And to be honest, the Red Sox probably did the same thing a year after. So, let's be real. Yeah, they were just stupid enough to get caught. Exactly. So since we're talking about steroids, how do you think the MLB should handle that when it comes to Hall of Famers? Like, do you think Barry Bonds, and Misoka, all those players should have, they should have already made it to the Hall of Fame? Oh man, that's that's hard. I don't know. Uh, it's weird because like if, I if, always if if, if 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 technically it's not cheating around that era, sh- shouldn't they? Yeah. Shouldn't that not be counted? I don't know. Like with, with Barry, like he's never been proven to be guilty, or never he has. Confess. Like, for example, like Sosa or Maguire or Andy Pettit, they've all admitted, or even A-Rod, they, they know that they've been, you know, using those PDs. But Barry has always denied it. And number two, he's never tested positive for anything. Like, I always say, innocent until proven guilty kind of thing. And then, like, the second debate would be, well, Barry, even if you want to say he took steroids before that, he was already a Hall of Famer with the Pirates. Like, he was pretty much a Hall of Fame player and so i don't know it's tough it's tough to I say want to see him, i want to see him in the hall of fame before i die that's one thing well i want to see him in the hall of fame before he dies <laughs> but uh another thing is like i say is like when you're an athlete you have to compete and like people like for example lance armstrong he got stripped of all his titles because he was doping his blood but when he was racing everyone in the sport was doping their blood so if he didn't do it you were already at disadvantage what is fair and what is not fair you know like that's the thing one of those things like mlb wanted to make money during the steroid era, so they, they let it go so they made their money but now they're punishing the players where's the balance yeah i agree with that i mean i think i think barry bond should make it because like you said you know he's innocent until proven guilty and he was already a great player before he started using it hopefully he gets in in these next two years because he only has two years left right yeah yeah i got another question that i was actually talking to carlos about the other day was do you guys think that a, a woman could play in a man's sport and this is this is open to you know if there's any females watching this you guys feel free to comment leave any comments we're gonna uh, do another ig live mm-hmm. i think they're, they're they're able to i think there's female players that are really good at their specific sport that can play it better than a male and we're kind of seeing evolve right now where females are being involved in male sports as like coaches so that'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be pretty cool to see females join with men in professional I think it'd be sports. Cool I think, I think it'd, especially basketball, it'd be pretty cool to see WNBA players versus NBA players. That is definitely Dude, imagine that were better. <laughs> imagine some chick dunking on Chris Ball. <laughs> <laughs> you had some of your females not better than Kwame Brown. Come on, that's mean, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do? I don't think. I don't know about them going versus each other, maybe like during the All-Star weekend, but I definitely agree that they should be paid equally. I don't think women should be paid less than men. Both both of their their games are entertaining, in my opinion. But, you know, I feel like there's a lot to talk about when it comes to this topic. Uh, Yeah, well, I'm not ready for that conversation right now. I don't know enough to give my input. What do you think about this conversation? What do you think about that, Carlos? I'm absolutely for it. Like, as far as women playing with men, if if they can... Here's the thing, because like if they can physically like be like where they're better than other, was they're better than uh, men trying out for the same team, that kind of thing. Hell yeah, have them on the team because it's not about gender at that point. It's about having the best player people on the court. At that being said, though, how many got this? Probably gonna be controversial. Um, <laughs> how many women do you think are actually gonna be on that level? As far as when we're talking about WNBA players. Or just talking about basketball i think there could there's a better correlation as far as like athleticism and stuff like that 
but I don't think you're going to see as many. As far as equal pay and all that stuff, hell yeah, if you're balling, get paid. Simple. And then the last question is to wrap this all up. Uh, I know everyone's been wondering this. Do you guys think that sports in general should resume, should come back with no fans? Would you guys still watch it? Yeah, I mean, I, I would. I miss watching basketball on TV, bro. Like, even if we can't watch it, here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's all about safety. If two teams can play to play against each other and they get and they're cleared and everything's good and and every and all, all that stuff is fine and we can simply watch them on television, I don't see why we can't. Especially if all that all the safety is provided, right? Yep, I agree. Yeah, I mean, as long as they follow all the guidelines and then after the game they isolate, you know, they don't go out and stuff like that. I think it's safe enough for them to play just versus each other. Honestly, like. The way the the season was going, I would kind of be bummed out if they just canceled the whole season because of this. Like it would it would kind of suck as a basketball fan and as a Lakers fan because the Lakers were doing really good. So hopefully they do start playing again without fans. Yeah, man, I miss I miss my dad yelling at the Warriors on the TV, man. What types of precautions <laughs> you guys think they should take? Like as far as the players. They're, you know, you know, they're the ones that are around each other all the time. Three point Every shootouts are <laughs> Maybe they should definitely get tested. Every single player on every team, they should have temperatures taken before games. They should be isolated. They should not be with contact with adults or children. But like other than that, like no other family members, just because you want to keep them as you know, isolated as possible. I think that's why they were saying like I don't know exactly where they're gonna resume play, but like either Vegas or uh, Walt Disney World, like they'll be isolated pretty much, just like no one else around them. But I think like in general, like sports is one of those things where we don't need to be at the game to experience joy or, or happiness. And so, if we can get sports back on, it would just lift people's spirits in general because this has been just a hard time for everyone. I would just think about the players themselves. Like you can't control every single person so you have to make sure that everyone is following guidelines and being safe so like in my opinion if we can do it to make sure everyone's protected then do it but if we can't ensure that everyone's going to be protected then it's not worth it you know sports will be back eventually so as long as we have to wait to do it safely like then we'll wait yep. wrap it up anybody I agree. wrap it up Pondro sees Carlos, anybody you got any other thing to say? No, I think it's pretty simple. I mean, we, we all miss it, and they're going to take the proper guidelines or protocols to come back on being safe and everything. I know I miss baseball, you know, even though the Giants didn't have high hopes this season, I still was waiting for that opening day. Um, but it will be interesting to see sports out fans. At the end of the day, we, we see the importance of sports in society as a business and also as just a social event. So, you know, I can't wait. I think that actually I saw something today that Curry, Paul, some NBA players were on a call with the commission and were talking about if they should resume and I think they said yes. I think we will be seeing the NBA season return. We, we kind of got a taste of it, of how sports are with no fans with that UFC fight. I don't know if you guys watched it. Well, I hope you guys all enjoyed this fun little sports debate. As you guys can see, we all have different opinions on these specific topics. Let us know what you guys think about it. If you guys have any comments you'd like us to answer, go ahead and leave some comments on our Instagram page. That was another episode of Untitled and Unbothered. Thank you all once again for tuning in. Shout out to our guest, Carlos, for joining us. We really appreciate you coming on with us. Hope everyone has a great rest of the day. Stay safe. And as Eduardo always says, let's keep it moving. Peace. All right. There you have it. Untitled and unbothered. Hope you guys have enjoyed the episode today and continue to support us every Friday. Follow us on Instagram at untitled underscore 
unbothered, and have a great weekend. Let's keep it moving.